Hi, my name is Bryn, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from alcoholism and pride. I grew up in the church and understood that Christ died for my sins at a young age, but my need for acceptance became greater than my need for God. My first drink was with a friend from my youth group. I quickly learned that alcohol made me get over my fear of people and feel accepted. I was shy in high school, but alcohol had this power to make me feel no fear. College included a lot of partying, which was fun for a while. But like any sin, it had its consequences that followed heavy drinking, like blacking out and waking up the next day not knowing where I was or who I was with. I felt so much guilt and shame and so alone. In my 20s, I learned how to cope. You just drink the next day at brunch, laugh it off, and tell stories from the night before to entertain friends. I tried to find relationships to fill my loneliness, which didn't work. Even though I have experienced many consequences from drinking, wrecked cars, a DWI, and spending lots of money on alcohol, the consequences didn't stop me because I didn't see alcohol as a problem. I saw it rather as a solution to my problems. My drinking became progressively worse, going from binge drinking to midweek drinking to daily drinking. When I realized that I had to have a drink to feel normal was when I knew I was not in a good place. I had become miserable, depressed, and didn't know how to function without alcohol. I was blind and in denial about my problem. But by 2017, I believe God put in my heart a calling that he had a better life for me, and the way I was living was wasting my life away. I had been to a couple of AA meetings, did a couple of outpatient therapy sessions, and had been seeking counseling and help from others, but nothing seemed to work. One Monday, I called in sick for work because I was suffering the worst hangover from a bender weekend. My body was going through major withdrawals. I prayed, Jesus, help me. That day, a friend texted me out of the blue, encouraging me to seek treatment like he had. I had a longing to get sober, but I just couldn't on my own. I was so miserable, I was willing to spend thousands of dollars in my 32nd birthday in rehab. I chose to go into treatment for 30 days to get me started on this journey. In treatment, I learned that the problem wasn't with the fifth drink, but with the first drink, because I could not control what would happen after the first drink. While in treatment, I rededicated my life to Jesus and committed to doing life his way and leaning on his guidance, not my own. Understanding that this would be a difficult journey, I knew I had to get into Regen once I got back to Dallas. In Regen, I sought to find the root behind my drinking. I learned that my pride kept me from surrendering and my pride kept a lot of secrets. Fears, regrets, shame, and not feeling enough were some of the root causes. Facing my feelings for the first time without numbing them was difficult at first. I learned that my emotions were a gauge, not a guide. My emotions exposed where my hope was and what I believed and valued. In step two, I wrote down all the lies I believed about myself and about alcohol, and I replaced it with God's truth. Inventory, in step four, revealed that I valued relationships and acceptance. In the past, I would drink to get liquid courage, and now I've learned that courage is not the absence of fear, 
but doing the right thing when afraid. I can't decide when I feel anxious, but I can decide to love and trust God through my fears, not avoid them. It was definitely humbling seeing my faults on paper and knowing that Jesus died for all of these sins, offered me forgiveness, and has a compassionate love for me regardless of anything I have done. In step five, confess, I learned vulnerability frees you. It was like a weight being lifted off my shoulders telling someone my past. As I was going through Regen, my body revealed to me that I had been replacing my alcohol addiction with a sugar addiction. I felt tired all the time and felt like I deserved a treat since I couldn't drink. My perspective was all wrong, and I was allowing negative thoughts of self-pity to keep me captive. I learned how important exercise and eating a healthy diet was to my recovery. My brain fog vanished once I cut back on sugar. I thought my problems would go away once the booze was gone, but I still had character defects. Regen taught me self-awareness, especially in my thought life. I've learned that I can change the way I feel by changing the way I think. God is definitely renewing my mind and is transforming me to become more like him. The first year of sobriety seemed like the slowest year, but the biggest thing I've learned in recovery is day-to-day -day living. God will provide what I need for each day. So I ask him daily for guidance. Prayer is so much more powerful than we realize. Anytime I have self-defeating thoughts, God brings to mind a verse to overcome it. I have to remember the serenity prayer and remember to focus on today. When I didn't feel like I was progressing, others in my community helped encourage me. You cannot recover alone. Just because you cannot see outside progress doesn't mean God is not doing things inwardly for your soul. During hard times, I kept telling myself, don't miss the miracle. And if you gave alcohol 15 years, then give God 15 years to see what he will do. God keeps me in continuous dependence on him, and my weaknesses keep me close to God. Humbling myself before God, he gives me a peace beyond my understanding. I ask God every day for strength and wisdom. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Dying to your old self isn't pleasant or easy, but it leads to life. I have to constantly ask God to help me trust him and not my limited understanding. That's what faith is. Trusting God when you don't understand his ways or plans. Because of my sinful nature, my brain tends to favor thinking of only the good times with alcohol, not the hangovers, the anxiety, the depression, or the blackouts. Alcohol had control and power over my life. I am powerless to resist alcohol by my own strength, but I believe that God is the one whose power can fully restore me. I know that the power that lives in me is the same power that raised Jesus from the grave. Romans 8, verse 9 and 11 says, But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Since becoming sober, I have grown so close to God. I was baptized one night at Regen, which was freeing. 
This act of obedience reassured and reminded me that I have turned from my old way of life and Christ has made me a new person. God will heal, strengthen, and restore you too once you surrender. As a region leader, I've learned that recovery is a battlefield. I've been, so, I've been so encouraged watching God cause breakthroughs and transformations in the, lives of my, in the lives of the girls in my group. Their perseverance and life change inspires me in my own sobriety. Isn't it sweet how God uses others to spur each of us in our own recovery? My name is Bren, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from alcoholism and pride. By God's grace, I'm still sober and have been since September 30th, 2017. To God be all the glory. Woo!